beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere. Hey there, folks. This is the Fourth and Short Podcast, and it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas around here. And in the NFL, that means playoffs are coming up. But tonight, we got a special episode for you. It's a Christmas treat. We got fourth and court where we get to accuse each other of everything. My man Bing Crosby with a nice intro. Roll it. Welcome to the fourth and short podcast. You're thinking it and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason, Matt, and Trent. All right. Welcome in. It's the fourth and short podcast. It is I, your host, Jason Felt, because that's all I have to say about the NFL this week. And along with me, we are back together again. The Crimson Cowboy has returned to us. Trent, welcome back. Good to be back. And Mr. Cheesehead himself, Matt Peterson. Hola. Welcome in. Welcome in, gentlemen. I was going to say, both of your teams look, uh, it's beginning to look a lot like playoffs for both of your teams while, uh, it's not a good thing for some of us. Travesty that is whatever group of misfits call themselves a football team in Pittsburgh exists. Hey, just for you, Uh, Jason, I'm using my, my Steelers mug today. Thank thank you. I'm, I'm using uh, crimson cowboy because I can't bring myself to drink out of that. I have, uh, (laughs) this is the only part of me or the set here that is Steelers and it is on backwards so that you don't have to see it folks uh, <laughs> what a blessing rough 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 week rough year and I have a feeling it's not going to get anybody but anyway welcome in it's week 14 of the fourth and short podcast we are ready to talk all things week 14 of course our reactions and as Trent said we've got a special third and three for you it is the fourth and court back by popular demand, at least by us. And so, again, we don't need a special episode to accuse each other and argue about our opinions, but mm. we might as well have one so that we have purpose for it. So we're going to get into we all just that. Put, we just call it fourth and court so that you guys think it's something different when we do the same things over and over again. Exactly. Exactly. We don't think that yeah, our audience is is that uh, gullible, but uh, it does make things interesting. So, uh Trent, you uh, you got to spend a little time down in the uh, with the mouse. Yeah, uh, this past week. Just got back from Disney. Um, if I sound a little weird, it's I don't know if it was the weather change or the fact that I was screaming on all the rides or my niece coughing on me. I'm not going to name any names. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a good week, um, Tatum. Uh, my daughter, she absolutely loved it. So, um, yeah, it was good. That's her first. That's her first time to Disney, right? Uh, it's her third time, technically. Oh. Um, but, but first time the that first she time appreciate she was, it. The, yeah, like the first time yeah. she was basically an infant. We went in January of this year, and she didn't. She vaguely remembered some of it. Like, let's say, is she even mm-hmm. old enough to remember this? Like, will she? she won't, she's not. She's not like Sam, who can remember, you know, his crib and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah sam. shout out yeah, to yeah. our friend sam go uh, go sam. ask sam matt what's the earliest memory he has and he'll say something oh, like my dad oh, teaching me the bible in my crib <laughs> spoiler he was 12 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, uh, favorite ride that you rode, Trent? Um, oh, man. So it actually wasn't at Disney. It was at Universal. Um, oh, yes. Of course it was. And it was either Hagrid's... Uh, or? Or Velocicoaster. Yeah, Velocicoaster. I like try Velocicoaster. Ride I was... ever. Velocicoaster. Oh, yeah. I rode it like six times in two days. Dude, I couldn't believe the wait for it was like 10 minutes. I couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They move you through quick. It's a a great ride. Folks, if you ever go to Universal, you got to ride Velocicoaster. It's a great ride. Anyway, uh, speaking of roller coasters, that's what uh, this NFL season is. And we won't even speak of our fantasy season. We were before the... uh, (laughs) You like that? (laughs) Yes, that was good. Uh, Before we uh, started recording here and jumped on, we uh, were bemoaning... Matt and I were bemoaning our terrible fantasy seasons, or at least the terrible luck we've had in our fantasy seasons. This is a happy space. It's a safe space. I I don't want to hear about luck, okay? I am literally the Buffalo Bills of our fantasy league. Dude, I'm going to freaking miss the playoffs. Yeah, but I would, like, at the end of the year, we talk about this all the time. If you don't win at all, then you're just like the people that don't do playoffs. So, yes, I get to the playoffs every year. I have every year since our first season. And now I have the longest streak in our league's history, uh, hey. beating out my wife, finally. Um, hey, whoa, context, context. <laughs> I said beating out. Not beating you mean, Trent's, you mean Trent's burner account? Yeah. She actually was that- her team for the majority of the seasons. Not the year she for won. For those of you that don't know, we are in a very, very competitive 12-team uh, fantasy league keeper fantasy league it's very very competitive um i am i'm the commissioner and i'm about ready to give up because i can't decide if i'm the seattle seahawks because of all the terrible trades that i've made or the detroit lions because it doesn't matter what i do i cannot win so i'm kind of i'm kind of tossing it up there but anyway enough of that you didn't start listening so that you could hear us bemoan the fact that uh fantasy is the worst that it's 90 percent luck it doesn't matter what you do just give up it uh, doesn't help you anyway. So, all right. Well, we've got a bunch of games to talk about from week 14. So uh, let's do it. First and 10. I really don't want to start. Can, can, can we, can we start with a different game? I start a, with a Thursday. Different... Uh, I don't want to do start this. on Thursday, baby. Tell me all about that Steelers team. And there what is so much pain are. in my heart right now. What do you think the problem is? Big Ben. No, Big Ben brought him back in this game. Big I'm not ben saying he's not a problem. I'm not saying he's not a problem, but he's the problem. All right. Vikings take on the Steelers Say Thursday it, night. Say it. Minnesota. Big Ben is Minnesota wins 36 to 28. Jason. I'm Jason. not saying it. Say it. I'm, not saying it. I'm in denial. Let me problem. be in denial. It's not just a river in Egypt. Um, Vikings <laughs> win 36 to 28 after they were up 29 to nothing at one point. And then again, in Viking fashion, almost find a way to lose this game. Dalvin Cook just absolutely goes nuclear. 27. Did TJ Watt, Watt play in this game? He left early in this game with an injury. Okay, so I'm all about T.J. Watt and his stats and stuff, which I'll get into that later when we talk about the real defensive player of the year. Um, but 
like that's that's part of it. Like to to me, JJ Watt was one of the most talented pass rushers ever, but could never stay healthy. So mm-hmm. at what point that's you- when TJ Watt has been better than him, and why I thought he's going to be better. He got injured. Okay, that can happen. If it becomes a consistent pattern, then we have a problem. But I feel like it's becoming a consistent pattern. Like he's this missing really games. The first year. This is really the first year that he's had to deal with injury. I thought last year, last didn't year. he miss like last last year too? Yeah. Yeah, I thought didn't he miss like half the season? Corrected. Man, you just mean to throw yeah. all these uh these white dudes in the same bucket. Put Christian McCaffrey in there. Throw the Watt brothers in there. I'm sure there's somebody else. Just throw them in there. If, if they're they not playing quarterback, they're brittle. Apparently. Um, both these teams still in playoff contention, and uh, Vikings, baby! Right now, Good. woo! <laughs> That's right. All right, uh, uh, let's go back to let's get to a happier note uh, for Trent at least. Uh, Cowboys take on a football team in the first of their two meetings to finish up the year. They win twenty-seven to twenty. Again, another game that was not very close at the beginning and then got interesting later. So, Dude, uh, Trent cared a comment. Dak threw that pick six. I went, oh, oh. I just said, I said, Dak sucks. <laughs> dude, dude, the guy the guy has not been the same since his injury i don't i don't know if it's still like lingering and they're just trying yeah, to everybody has down years but i mean he's before the injury though he was like playing at mvp level now yeah, but you can't keep that like it's hard to sustain that man i know and he's I mean, not I think he would have come down even if he didn't get injured he would have come down to the earth that year I mean, how many times have we said it even this season where we're going, this guy is going crazy. Think Derek Carr at the beginning of the season. Think uh, Cooper Cup when he was going to break every single record known to man. Think Derek Henry when he was going to break every single record. You know, we go crazy, but people come back down to earth. Look at Jamar Chase just a little bit ago. He was going to light it up, and then he has come back down to earth All a little right. bit. So the story of this game is not on the offensive side of the ball, which I never thought I would say in a million years about my Dallas Cowboys. It's all about the defense. And yes, it was against football team. Okay, cool. Whatever, whatever. That, that That's neither here nor there. The fact is they're NFL players. They have a good offensive line. Decent. They look good of late. But can, can we please... Just all admit here and now that Micah Parsons is the defensive player of the year. I believe Jason is giving you some pushback on that. I'm fine with that take. Here, here's why. Rookie of the Your year? boy's Absolutely. hurt, Jason. Here's TJ's why. Hurt. Here's why. How often? What? What is TJ? Is he? He's an edge rusher, correct? Correct. Edge rusher. Right. Micah Parsons is currently ranked eighth before this weekend. Eighth in the NFL in sacks. Ranks 96th in pass rush attempts. So where in that... Look, I'm not going to take away from Mike Parsons at all. And then I also saw a stat today that says since like week nine, he's first in the NFL in every category. As far as forced fumbles, sacks, um, quarterback pressures, and there was one more. The dude is balling out. Had a forced fumble that led to a touchdown yesterday. Like, almost had an interception yesterday, but it got tipped the wrong way. So what are we talking with uh, Micah Parsons here? Are we talking homosexual level, or are we still beneath that? 
No, I'm talking about like, how do you deny it? Like, okay, I, I get I get TJ Watt, yes, great pass rusher. I get Miles Garrett, great pass rusher. But how what have those guys done that have deliberately affected the record of their team? Nothing. Their teams are still garbage. The Cow like Micah Parsons has legitimately changed games with and in fact, if not for a a crappy pass interference call, which I haven't even been on here since Thanksgiving. Michael Parsons sacked Derek Carr and made it like third and 18, pushed him way out of field goal range. And then the questionable call of DPI on Anthony Brown for the fourth time that game. Um, I mean, Michael Part, it would have been another game-saving play. The dude just continues to get better and better every week. Like, you got people in the league, like, and I and I hate most people, like Ryan Clark. A lot of his takes I don't really like. But that dude said yesterday, today, Michael Parsons, undisputed, no doubt, defensive player of the year. And, I like, it's hard to disagree with that. I'm not going to say that you're wrong, and I am not going to discount Michael Parsons. Penn State guy, I love Michael Parsons when he played in college. Thought it was a great pickup for the Cowboys. I I just would like to see TJ get it, and I'm not going to say that he would, he should, uh, or that he will get it, and that Michael Parsons won't. But so the the thing that's going to keep TJ out is the fact that the Steelers won't make the playoffs, and the Cowboys. Will. And I would agree with that, and I'm going to especially if his injury keeps him out. If it, if I mean if he's done for the year, if he misses a couple more games, then he's not going to have a chance because I think that I mean. Well, Michael Parsons missing, has been missing games too, so. Missing games actually stilts your statistics because, like, Kyler Murray ranks first in all these categories, but he has less attempts than the whole league because he's missed four games. So, like, everybody's like, oh, Kyler Murray's first in this, first in this. It's like, he's not really, though, because he hasn't played true. as many games. It's true. It's true. All right. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about a couple of trash teams right now. Uh, Jaguars, first of all, Texans second. Uh, Titans beat the Jags 20 to nothing. How long before Urban Meyer is gone? Does he make it through this year? Well, you remember earlier in the season we talked about what happens first. They win a game or Urban Meyer gets or fired. Or he's gone, yeah. So they won a game, that obviously. Game. Um, but... If you're I mean, the, that's like saying that Dan Campbell is going to get fired after this one year. No, yeah, no here's the whole, whole, I think you got no. two different situations right there. Right. But, now, there is the whole extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial, extracurricular <laughs> stuff. Yeah, we've got aliens extra, in Jacksonville. Urban Meyer's I an know, alien. There's an entire extracurricular activity going on there. But, I mean, I still feel like you give him. I think it's. No, but I think, I think the, like, I think the locker room gone. culture is a huge. He has to be gone. Yes, he has to be. He's I terrible. mean, the, the best player on your team, you bench him after a fumble, which is cool. And I and I am a little biased towards James Robinson because he's on my fantasy team. But like, but still, it, when your quarterback calls you out and says, "This guy has to be on the field because he's our best yeah. player," like, and then Urban Meyer comes out and says, "Oh, that's not my decision." You're the head coach. Everything is your decision. It's terrible. And then when you're when you're getting into verbal arguments and fights in the locker room with coaches, um, receivers, yeah, 
It, yeah, he's, you're having arguments with receivers. I, I, I'm pretty sure one of us, if not all of us, said that this was a bad hire when it happened. Yes. Um, yep. The dude's got to go. He, yeah. Urban Meyer, fake another heart attack to get out of your contract like you did at Florida. Just and do then he <laughs> walks into the uh, – wait, has anyone been hired for Notre Dame yet? Is he walking into the Notre Dame job? Yes. I, I haven't heard. No. Oh, they, they hire somebody? They hire their offensive coordinator. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Um, and then speaking of the Texans, Texans, bad team, but I think they've shown more, they show more hope than uh, Jacksonville does. Uh, they lose to the Seahawks 33-13. to uh, Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, they feast on the Texans. So that, that's, you know, to be expected. Uh, but you got Davis Mills, who no one really expected to even have a chance this year. But because of old brittle Tyrod, he's getting a chance to start. And he looked good yesterday. Over 300 he's yards, touchdown or two. Better no than Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. So I mean, they might have a chance. I, they might have something to build on there. Maybe the Bears are like, dude, what have we done? Again? <laughs> Oh, Lord. All right. Uh, so, uh, here's so, the team that... Uh, uh, JF on the trash sheep, uh, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Just can't hit. Well, and Matt, Matt Nagy's not helping that. But anyway, uh, Chiefs uh, are a team that I think is finding their stride at the right uh, time. They're, um, they're, so, uh, uh, one of us three said that yeah. it was time to whack that panic button a few weeks ago. <laughs> And I said, no way. They got to be multiple games under 500. And now where are they? Back in the talk to be the AFC favorite in the Super Bowl. So and looking good. Beating, they beat the Raiders 48 to 9. It was all the parts, Raiders. All parts of this team look this good. This is the though. Raiders are right on schedule for their meltdown. No, well, it's true. But I think Kansas City has figured it out. I this is so just too. the first game where they had because their defense the is scary, time. man. Well, what's no? What's scary is that their offense still didn't look great. I know. They're not <laughs> hit their stride on offense. Yep. So AFC teams better be on the lookout because Kansas City's coming again at the right time. Uh, Saints beat the Jets thirty to nine. Yeah, that's pretty much it. This the Saints are Alvin Kamara. That's that's it. And without Alvin Kamara, they are not very good. Yeah, let's just shot Peyton on that last like touchdown run by Taysom Hill. He goes, "You should have kneeled it or whatever." <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, I wanted yeah. the stats. That's fair. You got to take it when you can. Uh, Jets just continue to go downhill. But anyway, we expected that. Uh, Falcons beat the Panthers twenty-nine to twenty-one. Let's talk about okay, great, great for the Falcons. They're still in the playoff hunt. Whatever. Let's talk about the Panthers just for a second uh, because. We all who are they at least had these some... days at quarterback PJ Tucker. No, PJ Walker, Walker. and oh, they Walker. they start him. They went back they and forth. Start him. They start Cam and then put PJ Walker in when they realize why did we sign Cam again? And now it's they mad. can't go back on signing Cam again. Yeah. So is the, Matt they... Rule is Matt Rule in danger of losing his job? If he had anything to do with signing Cam Newton, then he should be. I mean. Uh, just the fact that you're going back and forth. I mean, you put Cam in, then you put PJ Walker, and then you put Cam back in, then you put PJ Walker back in. What are you doing, man? I, I mean, don't have Christian McCaffrey, so, so you're not very good. It's so hard to develop a rhythm if you keep swapping people out. Put somebody in and let them figure it out, yeah. man. That's not good. Panthers I mean, they're are not, not playing good. for anything. Two? Maybe he's doing it on purpose. Maybe he wants the draft pick. So it keeps switching so nobody can figure it out so that they stay bad so he can get his guy in the draft. 
Yeah, but this isn't even like a good quarterback draft. Well, maybe he's on the hot seat and he figures he's got to get a guy now and he can use the whole, it wasn't my guy card. Uh, Sam Darnold was his guy. Yeah. Yeah, tried to be. That didn't go so hot after Christian McCaffrey well, did, got hurt. Did Sam Darnold after get hurt? They, hurt? Yes. No, he's, he's coming after. back though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hurt as in they're not just keeping him out because they don't want him to play. Right. Uh, after okay. they started three and zero, they've gone two and eight. Two and eight. So that's not good. Uh, oh boy. And uh, AFC North battle. Browns beat the Ravens twenty-four to twenty-two. After they were up big in this game because Lamar Jackson went out, and then again because they are the Browns, nearly managed to give it all back. Uh, is Baltimore in danger of missing the playoffs if Lamar's out for an extended period? Yes. yes. They're going to lose next week because they play Green Bay, so that's a loss. Yep. They are in danger of missing the playoffs because the AFC is so muddled in the middle. I really hope that Lamar Jackson is back somehow for his game against us. I don't want to play sorry teams. I want us to test what we've got against the best. So I would rather have Lamar Jackson come in and give us all kinds of problems. Dude, but even if he does come in, he's not 100%. I mean, no. and we still beat him even with them in there. I just rather the reps for our guys. Baltimore, it doesn't matter who they have behind uh, under center. They cannot protect them. Last week against the Steelers, four or five sacks. This week this against is also the Browns, two fantastic four more sacks. Rush teams. Yeah, that's true. Two true. great defenses. But yeah, pass rush teams. But I mean, it just it's it's kind of if you're in Baltimore, if you're a Baltimore fan, you got to be nervous right now. Uh, hey, a team uh, that is. Oh, go ahead. Did you see that run by Huntley? Yes. yes. Dude, I feel Dude like juking people when out there. It, when I was sucks. watching, I was like, I thought Lamar Jackson got hurt. And then I saw that like, it said Huntley, and I was like, what? Well, it's probably because uh, Harbaugh realized I have a very specific type of game plan and specific type of quarterback. I can't just swap a new guy in here, and that would change everything about the way we run offense. So let's keep somebody there who has a very similar play style to Lamar so that we don't miss a beat if he comes in. Well, Huntley, didn't Huntley, Huntley backed up Rodgers for a while, right? Uh, that was uh, no, Huntley. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, another team that is turning it on at the right time, the Chargers beat the Giants 37-21. Justin Herbert was looking solid in this game behind a line that was able to protect him against the worst, one of the worst rush defenses in the uh, uh, league. But uh, anyway, Chargers hey, it looking does, sharp. Dude, he nailed a 65-yard touchdown pass. Like While getting was, hit. With, like without effort. He has the biggest cannon I have seen maybe in my lifetime. It is incredible. So uh, let anyway, me ask you this. I'm just saying, uh, I've been a guy, a fan of this guy from the beginning. Some of the other people on the show like Trevor Lawrence, but this has always been my guy. I'm just going to leave it at that. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're indicating that I said that Trevor Lawrence was better than Justin Herbert. Uh, actually, I was. You said, you and Jason both said, do I have to bring this up in fourth quarter? You and Jason both said, I said last year, I said, who are you going to take for the next 10 years? Do you want Trevor Lawrence or do you want Justin Herbert? You and Jason both said Trevor Lawrence. Before he ever played a snap in the NFL, you said, I want Trevor Lawrence. I said, you guys are crazy. I'll take Justin Herbert. I can't Herbert. speak for Trent, but I vaguely remember that. You guys both said it. 
You want me to take you to that. court on this? No, I may have said that, but if Justin Herbert went to the Jaguars, he couldn't fix that mess. So <laughs> it's a little stilted. That's good. Good point. Good point. Uh, okay, saying, let me ask you this. I can watch Justin Herbert, and I because, can say, oh my goodness, this guy is good. Because I, I also Trevor remember saying that I thought Justin Herbert was the best quarterback in his draft class. I mean, that's possible. That's not possible. I said it. Yeah, I mean, he I did. don't remember. I'm just I'm just taking you guys to task over this this take that you want Trevor Lawrence for the next 10 years over Justin Herbert. I don't care what team you put them on. I'm going to take Justin Herbert. Well, you can have Carson Wentz over Dak Prescott for the next 10 years, too. Oh, okay, there we snap. Go. There we go. Just All right, that Broncos out. beat the Lions 38-10. to 10. Uh, Broncos, uh, they are a quarterback. Well, I guess we've been saying this for a while. They're a quarterback short of being a really good team. Because those two running backs they got, they're looking sharp. It, but it was against the Lions, so whatever. Melvin Gordon's um, going to be gone after this year, though. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Broncos, uh, RIP Demarius Thomas. Yeah. Great, great oh, play. yeah. Good good call. Good call on that. Yes. Marius Thomas. I'd, I'd, great great uh, touch by the uh, Broncos. Start the game yeah. with only 10 on the field. Take the penalty. Yeah. Lions decline it. So, good good touch by all of them. Uh, 49ers beat the Bengals. Why is that a penalty? Overtime, 20... If the offense is dumb, just let them be dumb. No, they took a delay of game. Uh, okay. Okay. Out of Can away. I continue now? Okay. All right. Uh, 49ers beat the Bengals 26-23 in overtime. Uh, Bengals are – I mean, again, it's in the AFC that's kind of open up for grabs. But uh, after they were 5-2 and two and the number one seed of the AFC, they have gone 2-4 and four since then. So, Bill Burrow has right. not looked okay. sharp. I would – and after seven games, I wouldn't even say they're number one in the AFC unless they're 7-0 and oh and everybody else is like 3-4. and four. You know, like – no, but they held the number one seed. That's all. I, no, I, I, and I get what you're saying, but technically a team that starts the, – the Panthers, I'm pretty sure, were the number one seed in the NFC at one point. <laughs> I mean – True. That's a good point. Good point. So, um, I, I still think the Bengals have what it takes to make the playoffs, especially in the AFC. Um, do they have the experience, though? That's I don't know if they have the experience, and I don't know if they have the offensive line. Everybody yeah. in that division Sus. is within – well, look how close the standings are. It's like a game. game it's a game, game and, and a half. half. Yeah. It's a game and a half. That's insane. It can go any, like any, it's that division's totally up for grabs. Who wants it? Oh, yeah. And they all, like and the they all play each other like, a lot. You gotta want it. Yeah, and they all play each other a lot, too. All right, moving on. Buccaneers beat the Bills in overtime, 33-27. to 27. Uh, Again, this is another game. And the man, Bills it were down been, big. It shouldn't have gone to overtime. They no. were slaughtering them. Josh Allen. I mean, I'm not trying to take away anything fight, from Josh back, Allen. But... He's good. He can bring them back, but they shouldn't have been the overtime. I mean, the, the Bills, Buccaneers go out if it there. Wasn't... They score 28 points in the first quarter or first half, and then they dry up for the entire second half. You'll get the Buccaneers in the second half of games. You ain't gonna get them in the first half. If the Bucky. Bills didn't have such a soft schedule to end the season, then we would need to be worried about them not making the playoffs too. But because they have a soft schedule. Three out of four games against terrible teams, and because it is the AFC, I, the Bills—they're not—they're not healthy right now. I mean, it, like it, they've had injuries on the offensive line, which already wasn't great. 
their number one cornerback on their number one defense at one point got hurt for the season. He's gone. I, 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 yeah, I miss the NFL, dude. Everybody gets hurt. What's crazy is without three Pro Bowlers. I watched some games where they refs allow like the most ridiculous fouls against Stephon Diggs, but then I, I don't know. in the offseason, they did a fix pass interference. That's what. Uh-huh. I, that's all I have to say. Like, how long have we been saying that though? Well, okay, and and this goes back to the Thanksgiving Day game when I like, I think I tweeted. Defenses should not be punished because of bad throws by the quarterback. If it's an underthrow and it's uncatchable, if it's that underthrown, then it should not be a DPI. Because like if. I mean, I would, I would underthrow it every time. Penalty your like, way all the way down. Absolutely. Yeah, you at this point where the league is right now? Why would you underthrow exactly. it every time? All you got to do is run that's down. The, and dude, that's just the Carson Wentz the situation. The Carson Wentz keeps missing people short, but it doesn't matter because it's like automatic DPI. So when they need a big play, Carson, dude runs out. Michael Pittman runs out. He uh, gets underthrown by, by Carson Wentz when he's wide open. And then he comes back for the ball. DPI, they get the ball way down there. Like, there's a difference in actually interfering a pass and then just being in the way of a pass that's 10 yards too short. Like, that you wouldn't even be able to get to it if you knew it was coming too short. Sure. Absolutely. So they, that Because Stefan Diggs got mauled a couple of times last night, and they didn't call anything. Yeah, it sounds about right. Brady was on the other side, so that's why. Uh, all right, in a game – Last night that was in the cold and the mess and the wind should have been alone scoring, right? No, 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 no. The Packers and the Bears managed to put up 75 combined points. Packers win 45 to 30 Gentlemen, in a game where no one wanted to play special teams defense. I have an defense. announcement. Okay. My number has been called. I'm putting on my pads. I'm going to play special teams for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I was this about is my play. moment. I literally, Chris Trager literally could not be worse. My dad texted me in the middle of the game and he goes, I hold my breath every single time we have to punt the ball or <laughs> get the ball back. It's crazy. Not only that, we should have, the Rafts bailed us out because we should have fumbled on a punt and had, they should have had the ball about the 10-yard line, but the Bears player didn't come back in, the gunner didn't come back in bounds soon enough. That's the dumbest rule because they get forced out of bounds. Well, the rule is if you go out on your own yeah. will I, no, and I, then yeah. choose not to come back in. They, uh, yeah, that it was a little tacky, but if we no, literally have no special teams. Well, that's it's what the I, if, only if chink in our armor. That's anything it. to pick on the Packers about. That's what it is. I mean, yeah. I think the Packers are the best well, team in football, and that's when they're not even good on one of the aspects yeah, of the We're trash at special teams, and we're somehow the best team in the NFL. Mason Crosby has a lot to do with that, too. He's not as bad as the rest of them, okay? To be there fair, is, though, okay. Here's the Bears order have a really trash. good return. Here's the order in order how trash it is: special teams coverage, special teams receiving, Mason Crosby, and our punter's way down here because he's really good. <laughs> Do you still have okay. J.K. Scott? Hey, you can pull that crap when we're playing the Bears or the Lions or maybe even the Vikings. That's fine. You can do that. The minute you go up against the Buccaneers or the Rams or the Cowboys, we're done. 
we won't survive if we play like that in the playoff game. Mm. That's exciting. Well, uh, Jakeem Grant for the Bears. Yeah, Trent, he's good, man. Like that's he's that's good. I mean, I think Sonic the Hedgehog tweeted out and asked him to slow down because that was uh, that was some speed. It was quick. I just yeah. man. I mean, it helps when you're going up against a starry punt coverage and kickoff coverage team. But that's you know, whatever. true. Yeah, he reversed field on them. I was like, wow, that's mm-hmm. that's impressive. <laughs> like he was at a All dead right. stop. <laughs> yes. Just stop. Stop start. Are we not gonna has uh, nobody okay. learned not to mock the Aaron Rodgers belt by now? Every single time the Bears mock the Aaron Rodgers belt, he goes on to just annihilate them. And it happened he again last He does still night. own them. He yes, does he still does. own them. Oh, did you guys see the fan? The sign? The spitting oh. image yes. of Aaron Rodgers? Yes. yes. It's like identical. If you guys have not seen this, go look up a picture of this guy. No, it's, it's kind of funny. The best meme I've seen, it showed him side by side. And like I was watching it. I could not believe my eyes because it was the same person. Uh, yes. They said Aaron Rodgers the, sat, the owner, sat in the stands. Yeah. And let his doppelganger play football for him. I also saw one that said, uh, because, you know, the Packers sell their stock shares. It said the owner of the Packers is sitting in the stands while the owner of the Bears is playing on the field. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Look that guy up. He is going to be he's going to be on national TV at some point this week. Calling it now. (laughs) Oh, he's already been on public. Yeah, I'm talking about like a talk show or something. Also, public service announcement next week. The games start on Saturday. So that's true. Good call. Your, your dial well i mean what is there no thursday night game uh yeah there yes there is there's it's also fun. saturday don't miss a saturday Ghost. night game that's all i'm trying to say yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got saturday saturday games isn't it thursday the chargers and the uh yes chargers chiefs you're right yeah. yeah good games good games to start okay well uh we have spent enough time looking at these games uh do you guys have reactions or have uh, you already reacted enough all I know is, is Cowboys, we play the Cowboys offense better. Uh, I haven't played it yet. <laughs> play it. Okay. Second and long. Packers right. sleep Again, That's I my did... only reaction. <laughs> That's the only reaction. Okay. Trent, do you have a reaction? Um. The, the Cowboys offense better figure it out if they want to win in the playoffs. Okay. I'll trade they, you. They have a no, championship I caliber. I will, trade, I will not trade my offense for your special teams. Never mind. Championship caliber <laughs> defense. Wait, I feel like just a second ago you were saying that the defense was in trouble and causing problems, and now you're saying it's the offense? No, I said never in a million years did I think I would praise the defense uh okay i misunderstood you and i would talk crap about the offense but it i and again i don't think dak is right i don't he's not 100 percent. there's no way and then it doesn't I help agree with, i would agree with you there hey rogers is missing a toe and he's still playing at mvp level so yeah but dak prescott's not aaron Rodgers. no he's not so i mean that aaron toe Rodgers, thing i don't know i think hey. that's a little overblown i, I mean I think I think Aaron Rodgers is just blowing up the toe thing for publicity, just to get sympathy. I highly yeah, like know. how he suffered a setback. Come on, <laughs> look, they Come just on. they like he said. You he goes, don't play like he's me. playing right now without some discomfort. Dude, they nuke him up with, with the good stuff. 
and then he can't oh, feel anything. Yeah, so it but doesn't matter. How about you just sit back and don't talk about it? Like nobody t- no cares about your, to see to- your nobody cares about your COVID, dude. That's not the way the media works. If it shows up on the injury report, everybody starts talking, and then somebody leaked that. Oh, after the whole I'm immunized thing, they say, oh. He has a toe problem. It's COVID toe. And so everybody started blowing this up and talking about it. He's like, guys, give me a break. So he freaking put his toe up there on national television and said, there's my toe. It's broken. It's not COVID toe. Oh. He's not talking about his toe. It's all these other ridiculous. I don't have an issue with his toe. Talking about his toe. Why are we talking about toes? I, don't I was going to say, I, we have spent way too long on this show talking about toes. Aaron Rodgers in particular. So. All right, we have a special third and three to get to. And so without further ado, let us move along. Third and three. All right, it is the fourth and court. Objection, Your Honor. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I know if you're starting it. Silence. In this court, we bring accusations regarding terrible opinions and weak takes. They will be met with defense. The impartial party will ruin favor of either the defendant or the plaintiff. Who would like to begin? The shark. Because when I go after um, So I just want to do a quick uh, self-accusation real quick. Okay, please accuse yourself. Because uh, obviously my actual accusal of one of us is going to get deeper, but uh, I just want to bring myself, um, bring charges against myself real fast for ever even possibly thinking of apologizing to Lamar Jackson. <laughs> you still suck, bro. Your four interceptions look terrible. You Garbo. That is all. I'll I'll pay a fine because I I should not. Hey, how many right. MVPs does he have? How many MVPs? Well, in favor of the fine. Have? It doesn't. What what is an MVP? It's a trophy. That's it. it means something. And it's not even an MVP anyway. It's an MFP. So. Oh, dude, so Marvel. everybody who's ever won it did not win it because they were good. It's because they were flashy. Okay. How, okay. Here, here. I will look directly at you oh. in this camera. <laughs> Look at me. How many MVP trophies does Cam Newton have? Is he good? He was good one year. Eight, one year. One. And he did. And he wasn't he even was good that for good. one year. Well, got, a, got an MVP. All right. Trent, he was good you enough to take him to the up. Super Bowl, okay? Has Dak taken him by the Super Bowl? I'm not in a million years making the argument that Cam Newton is better than Dak because he obviously is not. But for one year, Cam Newton was the best player in the league, and he took his team to the Super Bowl. Wait, they went to the Super Bowl that year, right? All right, order, order in the court. Yes, they, they did. They lost. Yeah, they did. They, That's because he didn't want to pick up a fumble. Exactly. All right, Trent, I'm going to call you to the stand first to bring your accusation against one of us. You're bringing it against uh, the Cheesehead, correct? Yes, that is correct. All right. Come at me, bro. You got nothing. State on. your accusation. Well, uh, members of the jury and the uh, distinguished uh, fourth and short co-hosts, I know y'all think that I'm going to bring up the whole picking the Miami Dolphins over the Patriots debacle. Dang it! Dang it! But I had a clip. I'm not. I had an entire clip. 
So, Your Honor, play my defense. Instead, I, because obviously, you know, the Patriots, Bill Belichick, can't bet against them. And when you make a good argument like Jason and I did, Matt's, of course, going to change his mind. No! At a You're later still time. attacking me. Objection. Your Honor, <laughs> objection. Uh, Overruled. There is, Overruled, there is, my butt! Your Honor, I'm just showing a pattern of stupidity. I will be in contempt. You guys are teaming up again. All right. So, instead, I'm going to keep the patriotic theme here, and I'm going to bring charges against Matt for not listening to me in regards to Mac Jones. Um, I believe at one point earlier in the season, Matt said that Mac Jones was nothing but a game manager, which – you know, he, he's shown that he can manage a game and he can do this and that with that. But he said that Mac Jones was the kind of quarterback that's just going to dink and dunk his way all the way down the field. However, however, Mac Jones is not just – I mean, he's not an elitist. He's not up there with the top QBs in the league. But he is probably going to set the rookie record for completion percentage while also averaging – top 10 air yards per pass attempt. So if you're averaging top 10 air yards per pass attempt, I just don't understand how that's dinking and dunking all the way down. Can you, can you tell me who the other top 10 and by when you say top 10, I assume you mean number 10. So can you tell me who's a, who's a, a, ahead of him, please? I actually don't, don't know. Um, hmm. uh-huh. Well, I'm just saying. Usually, well, what we do in uh, in a let me give my defense, Your Honor. Uh, usually, what well, you do. My opening argument isn't even done. I, I'm sorry. Proceed with the prosecution. Thank you. But I believe it was also, <clears throat> and Your Honor, I will bring up a, a an earlier um, debacle that. Mr. Peterson may uh, be upset with, but I believe it was the drafting of Mac Jones that, that made Mr. Peterson, my, my esteemed uh, colleague, the chief head of the South say that the Patriots were not going to make the playoffs. In and there it is. I knew it was coming. It had nothing to do with Honor. Bill Belichick. Your Honor. It had nothing Your to Honor, do with. I object. There are multiple Things being attacked right now. I'm being it attacked under multiple charges. Mr. Peterson, you will recuse yourself and allow the, the prosecution you. to finish their argument. Why do I always get teamed up on? Hey, hey, you changed your mind. You've let us know it. You changed it, okay? But here's the deal. Initially, did you not initially, Mr. Peterson, pick the Miami Dolphins to win the or to go to the playoffs over the Patriots? By initially you're going to say the very first things out of my mouth. It's a yes or no question. Just answer the yes or no question. I, I must clarify. I cannot be forced into a yes or no thing that would unnecessarily incriminate myself. Did you in way. initially pick the Dolphins? I must, Your Honor, I must clarify to go the question. To the playoffs this is very important to my case. Instead of the would, Patriots. I must clarify. But would you like me to play the evidence? One second. I must clarify. Thank you. Are you saying that my very first pick of this year, 2001, was that the Dolphins were going to win or were, were going to be in the playoffs and the Patriots were not. Is that what you are saying? That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, saying, please clarify. 
I'm saying that when we made our picks on the show, the official pick the Miami Dolphins as a wild card team in the AFC and not the New England Patriots. Now, I that is what help, I'm saying. I can't help but notice that your arguments has changed because a second ago you said that my first pick was the Miami Dolphins over the New England Patriots, but now we've all suddenly subtly change the pick or change the the accusation i can't help but notice that that's very interesting i'm i meant your first pick as in when we on the show made our initial picks for the season which would make it i have a a further question uh mr trent uh mr hemphill now would you say that if i picked it one way and then flipped which do you think would be the original pick what do you think I should be held to? So let's say let's say that you were giving me two options. I think you options. should be held to what was on record for our picks that got locked in at the end of the episode where we made our picks. Uh, I'm sorry, but I don't remember there being any kind of lock in. Uh, Mr. Mr. Felt, could you please play my defense? Clip two, please. Well, all right. So yeah. He's got Buffalo. Matt, who you got? New England. You're not keeping Belichick down for two years. Give me a break. He got his defense back, okay? Everybody wants to go, oh, no, it wasn't Belichick. It was Brady. Oh, Belichick sucks. Oh, my goodness. He's washed up. He's you think they're going to be better than Buffalo? Give me a break. There was more to it, but... Yes, this, thank you. Thank you, uh, Mr. Felt. Uh, Mr. Trent, would you say in that audio clip, would you say that I was uh, a proponent of the Dolphins winning the division, or would you say I was a proponent of the Patriots, not just wild card, Patriots winning uh, the entire division? Hold on. Excuse me. Mr. Peterson, uh, there has been another uh, piece of thank evidence. Thank you. That Please play been... the evidence that I requested. <laughs> In the show where we right. put our and then next, uh, let's take a look at the AFC East. I have two teams making the playoffs. One being the Bills, and the second being the Dolphins. Patriots don't make it, and neither do the Jets. Incriminating. Okay. Now, Your Honor, I would say in in my defense, I would admit, Mr. Peterson, was that I, your voice? That's all we need to know. <laughs> was it my voice from the first clip? I don't know. It was pretty old, considering the fact it was a long time ago. You've clearly aged since then, sir. <laughs> well, have I not aged again since the, uh, the, the incriminating clip that you played? All I'm saying, Your Honor, is that this man is guilty of not believing in Mac Jones. And Mac Jones has proven him wrong time and time again. Your also- Honor? Your Honor, I cannot argue this as he keeps switching his arguments. At first, it's a Mac Jones. Next, it's about the all Patriots of, all not, of it making, was not making the playoffs. The evidence he presented was about the Patriots not making the playoffs, not about Mac Jones. This whole case needs to be thrown out as he has switched his topic time and time again. The evidence Honor, does not match the accusation. Roll the case out. After, I believe it this was trial. after Cam Newton got cut and Mac Jones was declared the starter that he made the pick of the Dolphins making the playoffs and the Patriots not. Your Honor, there's additional evidence from that episode. I come to a decision uh, on the count of declaring Mac Jones unable to lead the Patriots 
to the playoffs and doubting his ability under Bill Belichick, I find the defendant guilty. Of course you do. Of course you find me guilty. You guys are in cahoots. No, I am stain. I object. I am in contempt of this shamble. You of the can this appeal sham, to a higher court. Republic. Appeal to a court. I object. I object. <laughs> appeal to a court. Who cares? <laughs> All right, Mr. Peterson. It is time for your case to be heard. You may bring your. You got unmute. Me. Am I muted? Am I muted now? You muted yes, yourself. You <laughs> oh, did I? Oh, I did with the, I was smacking my keyboard and hit my space bar. So I guess I muted myself. Oops, whatever. All right. Uh, can you give me a little ambiance, please, Mr. Phil? All right. In the case of uh, Mr. Peterson against Mr. Felt, I uh, appeal to your honor, Mr. Hampill. I would like to bring forth the charge of perjury, which is lying under oath refusing to speak the truth on this podcast as we know we have a strict code on this podcast to only speak the truth at all times and i would like to bring an accusation against mr felt for ever saying that ben roethlisberger was good because as we have since heard from his own mouth repeated times nay even once he hinted at it at the beginning of the show even that Ben Roethlisberger is trash. Even when he was implored by his fellow co-hosts to acknowledge this fact, he refused to admit it. But he has sense, flipped sides, and acted like he is, and admitted that he is not good. So I'm accusing him of lying at the beginning of this season and trying to convince us that Ben Roethlisberger was good. That is my accusation against this man. Uh, can you play uh, cut one, please? Oh, the Raiders continue the their early. winning ways. Derek Carr slinging it around. They beat the Steelers 26 to 17. We have no offensive ben, line. That's that's what Ben is done. To. And what did it's I say not last ben. week? Said, it's not Ben. I will defend Ben. It's not Ben. He has no offensive line. But Ben looks ball. old. Yes, because yeah. he can't throw. He doesn't have time to throw the ball. Your Honor. Your Honor. In spite of the voice of reason from a very intelligent co-host. I this mean, man stuck to his guns, stuck to his guns, and lied to our face, telling us that Ben was not the problem. As we have since seen that he is the problem, it is plain for all to see except for this man who continued to lie on that episode. That is my case against this person. Your Honor, if I may make my defense, Go I ahead. throw myself at the mercy of the court, and I may... <laughs> I make a plea only as a fan. My heart had to hold on to hope. And as it was that Big Ben Roethlisberger was the largest thing to hold on to, the largest thing that I could <laughs> attach my hope to, I couldn't help but attach my hope to him. That big furry face has given us so much joy over the years, like Santa Claus this time of year. And yes, just like Santa Claus for so many children, children, if you're listening, please plug your ears, is not real and will let you down eventually. So too, Ben Roethlisberger has ceased to be real for so many Steeler fans. And so, yes, 
while I held on to hope at the beginning of this season that it was not an aged, crippled, fat slob Ben Roethlisberger, I was doing it only because I needed hope. Is it a crime to have hope? Is it a crime to want your team to do well? Objection, Your Honor. That's a leading question. Overruled. Continue. (laughs) Your Honor, again, my only defense is that. I cannot, in good conscience, defend Ben Roethlisberger, and certainly I cannot, in good conscience, defend my desire to hold on to him for you hope. You admit that you were lying to us and trying to lead us astray. Where is my gavel? Where is my gavel? Order, Mr. Felt. Your arg- or Mr. Peterson. Your argument has been heard, Mr. Felt. Your defense has been heard, and I'll have to admit. The gentleman on the evidence, not you, sounded like a genius. And while holding on to hope is for Ben Roethlisberger is clearly as out of reach as the top the top shelf cookie jar in Kyler Murray's house. Um, I have to say, throwing yourself at the mercy of the court was the right thing to do. So I will find you guilty. For, <laughs> um, for believing in Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. Well, Your Honor, it was it was a poor choice on my part. I only hope that in sentencing you will be gracious as well. Well, since you since you pled pretty much pled guilty, anyways, you will get a lesser sentence. Oh, good. Three more years of Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll have to watch this team for the rest of this year. All right. <clears throat> Well, one more accusation. I'm out for my courtroom, please. In the case of the people of Arizona against Trent Hemphill, Jason Felt brings this defense. Your Honor, I bring to you this case. Because for so long this year, in spite of their stellar record, in spite of their high-flying play, in spite of the diminutive size of their bodies and yet tall strength of heart, Mr. Trent Hemphill has continued to doubt the power of the Arizona Cardinals. And certainly he would have good reason because in years past, they have started out to be high flying and have been left as roadkill to the side of the road in the desert. But this year it is different. This year, the Arizona Cardinals are proving themselves to be worthy of the number one seed of which they hold this year, as they find themselves with the number three scoring uh, offense in the league with the number four scoring defense in the league with the number four passing defense in the league, with the number 10 rushing defense in the league, we find them at the top. We find them holding on to the top. We find them as a team who is able to go toe-to-toe with the best in the league, like the Green Bay Packers. And were it not for a boneheaded play by a receiver who should be retired at this point, they would have won that game. They destroyed the Tennessee Titans in week one while they still had Derrick Henry. Uh, They were able to dominate the Los Angeles Rams in their first meeting. Uh, They were able to give a drubbing 
as we like to say on this show, to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, They were able to beat the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers, and currently they find themselves tied at halftime again with these same Los Angeles Rams. Your Honor, I submit to you that the Arizona Cardinals are for real, and Mr. Trent Hemphill, so-called football expert, has to acknowledge tonight that they are for real and worthy so far this year of the number one seed. And may I also add an addendum to this accusation that as much as I so enjoy to hear Mr. Hemphill's digs against the diminutive Kyler Murray, even as he just did a few moments ago. He is not the shortest player in the league. He's not even the shortest player on his team. That honor would go to Mr. Rondale Moore at five foot seven. Kyler Murray finds himself at a very average five foot 10, 207 pounds. I rest my case. Solid accusation, Mr. Felt. Uh, Mr. Hemphill, what do you say in your defense? <sighs> Your Honor, I'm not going to lie to you. He's right. Except you can find me guilty. That's fine. And and at the end of the season, you can bury me under the jail, Your Honor. However, however, I ask only ask that you delay my verdict until the end of the season when the Packers are worthy of the number one overall seed. I see you're wearing Dangerous a green game, game you play. You're, you're so you're honor, your honor, shirt, I your object. Honor. Uh, I object. Let him finish. Let him Tyler finish. Murray might be listed. He might be listed at 5'10", but those lifts in his shoes and the cleats, that's what makes him 5'10". He's easily 5'8", <laughs> your honor. Um, as I said before we started recording, he's a little chunky. He's very injury prone. The Cardinals just, unless they go to the Super Bowl, my argument is still valid and they're not going to go to the Super Bowl. I think your honor, you and all your excellence with your shirt there would agree. Um, And I think Michael Parsons is going to put the midget on his, oh, sorry, the small guy behind the line on his butt in a couple of weeks. So... I'll throw myself to the mercy at the court, just like Mr. Felt did earlier. Um, if you want to find me guilty, go ahead, because in the end, I'll be right. Because I am a football gentlemen, expert. Gentlemen, I have heard enough. Please uh, give me a moment of, of ambiance as I, as I ponder my decision. And I think on these uh, arguments. Gentlemen, I have reached to a decision. I find uh, the accused Mr. Hemphill... I find him not guilty on the account of ah. There's two counts brought against him. He is not guilty on the count of calling Kyler Murray a midget. I'd be a fool not to admit this. Your Honor, it's little person. <laughs> I'm sorry. I stand corrected. Thank you, Mr. Hampill. <clears throat> I find Mr. Hampill not guilty on the account of calling Kyler Murray a little person. I also. I have heard the wisdom of his arguments, and I will delay my final ruling on the Arizona Cardinals until the Super Bowl. You have it here. This court is adjourned. Woo! That's a win in my book. <clears throat> All right. Well, I got one more. Can I bring one more up to you two? Oh, 
please. I would like to bring up the use of the word we. I would like to bring an accusation against somebody who used yesterday, used the word we in regards to a team that is not his team. This would be none other than John Barnes using we to refer to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, as we all know, he is a New England Patriots fan. I submit that the use of the word we only applies to your team and cannot be used for another team without like there's an entire process that has to be done to take we from referring to your team and give it to another team. This is not something that you can just do. So I would like to bring up this negligent use of the word we and find uh, John Barnes guilty. Uh, I second that. Uh, we have a ruling. John Barnes, you have been found guilty of a negligent use of the word we. You are sentenced to never root for Tom Brady again. Thank you, Your Honor. And also, if, if Ben Morrissey listens to this show, I find you guilty of carrying two kickers in fantasy. Who the heck carries <laughs> two kickers in fantasy football? I, I currently am because Nick, Nick Foles is on or Nick, uh, what's his face? Uh, on yeah, these guys have been uh, off of eyes for weeks. Hmm. All right. Well, let's get ready to close it down here. Fourth and short. All right, guys, I got one question. I saw this on Instagram. I was trying to find it again, but I can't. But uh, I think I remember what it was. If you had to pick one head coach to tank your NFL team, who would you choose of these four options? You can choose the aforementioned Urban Meyer. You can choose the illustrious Hugh Jackson of Cleveland Brown fame. You can choose Adam Gase. And you can also choose, of the New York Giants, the greasy hair man himself, Ben McAdoo. What say you? I would like I, I understand there's there's recency bias with Urban Meyer, but you just you gotta make that culture nice and toxic. There's and a, really just a, make people hate each other, you know? I feel like Urban Meyer can Urban give me Meyer. that. Ben McAdoo's not the head coach of the Giants, so that's not. Well, I'm not talking about current coaches because, I mean, Urban Meyer's the only one that's a current coach. Just talking of those four, who would you pick? Um, I mean, I'd go with Gase. Uh, it's hard to it's There's hard just to so much incompetence Gase. there. That's, but that's it. He's I done mean, it multiple places. Exactly. I mean, that that's the biggest sample size here, and – I like, like I said, Urban Meyer will probably be the answer um, because that they're just a mess down there. Yeah, like I stew up that culture and make it nice and toxic. But like, like I said, the sample size of Urban Meyer is just too is too small. Um, yeah. Well, and then plus, I mean, you could also go also go Hugh Jackson and then just be mediocre all the time. Yeah, I mean. Okay, then why not put Jason Garrett on the list? You know, <laughs> uh, I, when I was trying to think of other people that should be on that list, he did come to mind. Well, but yeah, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a bad coach, but he wasn't a. a, a team well, if we're gonna go mediocre, you just put Jeff Fisher on there. He's the king of mediocre. It's true. I mean, Jason Garrett nine, literally nine, finished. 
his Cowboys career at 500. Well, there Who? you go. Jason I think, Garrett. Don't it, didn't Jeff Fisher? I, I'm pretty sure he's his overall coaching career is at 500 right now, something like that. So, but Jason Garrett did win coach of the year one year. That's true. It's definitely, definitely. Hey, him, so. did y'all see my boy, uh, NFL memes? IG yes, posted a cowboy friendly post. Finally. Hey, good, good for him. him. Good for him. Yeah. He's grown as a person. Speaking of that old IG, if you don't follow us, make sure you get over there. The IG, follow us, Fourth of Your Pod. Make sure you. Oh, to the worst stories. Coaches. That's exactly right. So uh, next week, we got a special Christmas episode coming at you. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure again tonight. We will see you all next week. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the fourth and short podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at fourth and short podcast.